right, we are back again with scary stories to tell when you're bored. It's going to be the second episode, but technically, um, I mean, depending on how things go, but I think this is going to be how most of the episodes will be, where there's an actual topic to be discussed. And I have um, my guest again, Marissa, from the first episode. Say hello. Hello. Hi. All right. Um, Today we're going to talk about the Cecil Hotel. And like I said in the last episode, Marissa and I have had a love for this place because, I mean, not a love, but a fascination with it because we grew up in L.A. I mean, the Elisa Lamb thing happened, which we'll get into. Uh, it happened when, you know, when we were pretty young. I mean, not young, but it was current. It was a current event for us. So it got our interest. And then I don't know. It's just the more you look into it, the more there is to be like, holy shit, this place is it's messed up. I just, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. So Marissa, you've said you've been there before, right? Yes. I've been there. Um, I'd say a couple times, but only one time did I go like within the elevator and go to each floor. That's, I don't know how I didn't know that. That's like, yeah, I thought that you I know, had just, I just told you that. I know. I just found out on the last episode and I, don't remember. I feel like I would have known that. Maybe I did, and I just selective memory forgot because I had such FOMO that my brain protected me from knowing that you were there without me. Um, what was it like in there? Is it? I. It's. It was built to be like a grand thing, but did it look all dilapidated, or how was it? It didn't look as grand as it as the intention could. was. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure it was grand back in the day. Yes. And it looks like it could have been. Yeah. I mean, so what I'm going to do in this episode, I'll I'll give a little history about it and then I'll do, I mean, in a lot of these future episodes, I'm going to like cover places that have ghost like sightings or whatever. But this one more is just the history in it, like in itself is terrifying. There's been so many deaths in that place and it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's a weird, did you feel any kind of weird energy when you were there or like, like what was it like being there? Honestly, it definitely was a little eerie. Um, when I went, I I went with silly people. I went with Miles and John. Yeah. Um, I mean, no one will know who they... Maybe they'll know who they are, but you know who they are. Yeah. Um, our, and they're... Yeah, our friends, yeah. <laughs> they're funny people, so it was fun. Um, I but, feel like they would be good people to go with because if you get too afraid or, like, in your head, they'll kind of make a stupid, like, fart joke or something and kind of bring you back to... <laughs> to reality yeah, a little exactly. yeah exactly yeah love um it. but we i asked the, one of the either the concierge or like one of the bellboys mm. if it was haunted what did they say he said no he was like no it's not haunted people like to think that but honestly like i've worked here for years and i've never experienced anything i feel like you have to not believe that it's haunted in order to work there because I don't know. I could never work there because I believe, like, I don't know if it's like a haunting or just like an energy around that place. It just, I don't know. I would not want to spend my days and nights there. That's all I can freaking tell you. Oh, yeah. But this guy was like young and I could tell he was trying to be like the cool guy. It was like, no, it's He's not like naughty. I'm not scared. It's like, yeah, it's whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he's pro- probably trying to flirt with you and be like, no, I'm tough. <laughs> <laughs> or he was trying to flirt with Miles. Who knows? I mean, or John. Yeah, true. If he was around, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who was next to me when I was having the conversation. I know. I feel like I'd kind of go into my own little zone if I were there. I don't know. I feel I like mean, they were, I don't know. Yeah. 
we have to go. We have to go soon. When I know. Well, I heard they're reopening. Yeah, um, this year. I think this summer. Oh, it's not. I know that they rebranded and they renamed it Stay on Main. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not. Oh, I don't know. I guess I should know if I'm doing a freaking episode on it. But I didn't know that it wasn't open yet. I mean, unless oh, no, it's, it's just not. closed for COVID. I don't know. No, it's closed. Um, I actually looked into it pretty recently. It's closed because they're technically like remodeling the whole thing, whatever that means. Um, yeah, that makes me sad because but, downtown LA is full of a lot of really cool 20s structures and like kind of art deco-y. So I hope that they, they keep the charm, like its intended charm when it was first built. I hope they keep remnants of that and not make it super modern honestly, and unrecognizable. Like, I've checked on it recently and they kind of, it kind of looks the same. I feel like they're not even remodeling. I feel like they're probably just like fixing stuff that. Yeah. It probably needs a lot of it. A lot of. Yeah, exactly. Little renovations going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when we th- were there, yeah, we went in the elevator and it was when like they added all the mirrors into the elevators. Yeah, they added all these mirrors in the elevator. So when you look in the mirror, there's like a million mirrors behind you, which is apparently like, I mean, I don't know for the ghost people out there, but like, isn't that bad to have mirrors facing each other? I have heard that. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm obviously like, I don't have the information right in front of me right now, but I feel like, isn't it like a, like a portal thing? Like, yeah, exactly. And they did that that in the elevators. I mean, that's just appropriate for the place. Honestly, I'm not surprised. That's true. It can't help but be scary, even if they're trying to get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, of course, I think John did the... Oh, God, this is... It's rude. It's not rude. Okay, that's mean of me to say. It's just we were being <laughs> insensitive. Yeah. Uh, it was all of us. But, like, we... I think he did the little hand movements, which is so bad. The what Because movement? she's obviously... The hand movements that she oh, did Oh, that she does? Which, oh, that, that is... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, for the lighthearted people, it was, yeah. And we were also really young. It was years ago. Yeah. And also like in those situations, I feel like if you don't laugh, you'll cry kind of thing. So maybe like, oh yeah. Making light of it. I would never do that now. To not. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely, we've matured thankfully over the years. (laughs) We're a little more like, yeah, almost a decade ago, maybe even a decade ago. Uh, no, it wouldn't have been. But not maybe. No, you're right. What am yeah, I saying? She was, when was the 2013 when did the Lisa, when that Lisa But I mean, still, you were 20 in 2013. So that's still I feel like I feel like until you're like 22, you get a pass. Maybe. Yeah, I don't so know. Wait, when, I don't know. Maybe. When not. did I go? I feel like you may have gone. I it feel like 2015 a- sounds sounds right. Right. I mean, that was six years ago. It's freaking 2021 now, so. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, probably around that time. Yeah. Still need to figure out what I was doing that day and why I wasn't there, but whatever. It's a different story for a different time. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you want to hear the history of the place? It's just a little brief, little sum-sum. I would love to. All right. And feel free to, if I got my facts wrong, feel free to interject. Um, Mm -hmm. or if you have a fun little tidbit you'd like to share also interject. I'm sure I do. (laughs) Um, I did get, I just want to do some, like, what's the called the, um, what, after you write an essay, oh my God, I'm probably, I think I'm just nervous. So I'm like blanking on the word, the, um, references, like I'm going to do my references really quickly just to give credit. Um, I got a lot of my information from all that's interesting. 
all that's interesting.com, discovery.com, biography.com, how stuff works. And then, I mean, you're going to laugh. I mean, you probably won't because you watch it too, but the ghost adventures documentary that just came out <laughs> that they oh, just yeah. did like the special on it. Of course, I'm going to watch that. It was great. It was. It was very informative. Um, we love Zach Baggins and the crew. So shouts out ghost adventures. Um, shout out. Shout out. All right. Let's. We do love Zach Baggins. I mean, who doesn't? If you can still rock like affliction style shirts well into the 2010s and beyond, more power to you. Yeah, exactly. You know? But yes, keep continue with your with your history. Okay. The hotel was built in 1924 by William Blank, not William Blanks, William Banks Hanner. Uh, he put one million dollars into the construction of it, which in today's money would be 13 million. Um, oh and it was opened officially to the public in 1927. But as we all know, the stock market crashed in 1929. So even though it was originally intended to be a place for like businessmen and travelers and all of that stuff, uh, it soon became like the center of Skid Row in Los Angeles. Um, but the original design was like marble lobby, stained glass windows, which by the way, were the stained glass windows still there? Oh, yeah, when they were, went. I believe. Oh, I, I think go so. Bad. Um, <laughs> so bad. Uh, but okay, so within the 1930s alone, six suicides occurred. So, and that's only what was reported. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure they would have reported more if there were more, but. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so it kicks off in 1931 with W.K. Norton. He was the first one. Uh, his body was discovered beside a pile of poison capsules. So. I mean, you Wait, have to think. Because of what? Uh, poison capsules were discovered next to his body. So he killed oh himself. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, so, okay. yeah. So I wonder, like, because it was right after the stock market crash and the Great Depression, did people, like, like, I wonder if that factored into the suicides that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. Like, money is always a huge reason why people it is. commit suicide. I know. Yeah, because they're like, how the fuck do I rebuild from here? And I don't know. Also, I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of people turn to substances when they're down on their luck. So who knows if maybe he just, I don't know, spiraled into to a depression. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then in 1937, uh, Grace E. Mar uh, Magro, she was the fourth death. Uh, she fell from the ninth story and got her body tangled in telephone wires below. Oh, my Yes. Oh my God. I know. Imagine, imagine looking at it's like, it's fucked up. Uh, but police didn't know if it was like a suicide or if someone pushed her or if it was just an accident and she fell, you know, it's just a lot of, a lot of stuff. Um, wow. I know. And then Jack, okay, well I'll get into him in a second, but so famously the Cecil hotel was the home of the night stalker. Do you know anything about him? I don't really. I mean, I know that he existed, you know. basically. Yeah, that he existed. Yeah. So it was. So the Cecil Hotel was home to two serial killers, and the most famous one would be the Night Stalker, who is Richard Ramirez. Which he's also a. Well, I mean, he's. I feel like he's always been a hot topic, especially within the true crime community. Um, but Netflix just put out a really good documentary about him, um, and it's like written from. I'm the too perspective. scared to watch it. Yeah, honestly, I don't recommend it. I mean, I do. I recommend it because it's a it's a well done documentary. But for me personally, I don't like to look. I like I'm really into true crime and I like to hear about things, not because like it like 
I just feel like it better prepares me for the world and I have a morbid fascination with it. I know I'm not alone. Obviously, that's like a really big genre right now, but um, I don't do crime scene photos and this documentary will just flash crime scene photos like out of nowhere. Like, and it's, yeah, it's disturbing. I wish they wouldn't do that. I actually tweeted about that saying I wish they had like a censored version or like, I don't know. I feel like they should have trigger warnings. Or, oh, definitely. Or at least, like, lead the dialogue up to, like, okay, you're going to see a crime scene photo. Like, look away now. I don't know. There were no context clues to know. Anywho. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he stayed there. Uh, I guess we'll just start with him. So his crime spree was between, like, 1984 and 1985, I believe. Um, and he stayed at the Cecil Hotel during this time. And it was while he was staying there that, I mean, I don't know if it was during all of his murders, but um, he killed a total of 14 people that he was convicted of. I'm sure I'm sure there had to have been more. Um, but he also raped and tortured at least, like, over two dozen more people. So he was just, he was fucked up. And there was also just a little sidebar about him. He would kill, like, men. Oh. <laughs> Did your cat just do something? <laughs> yeah, let me just... Um, preface that my cat's going to be making noise throughout this, but keep going. He's a crazy baby. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so he cu- he would kill, like, men, women, children, like, old women. He really didn't have a pattern, which was, like, why he was, I mean, just so awful, I feel. Um, but a lot of what people would link to him was he would, got really into, like, Satanism and... Oh, yeah, I I knew about that. Yeah, and so, like, in the Ghost Adventures documentary, Zach is like, did his Satan, like, his Satan worshipping, like, leave a bad energy in this hotel, you know, like, in his Zach Baggins voice. Yeah, they thought they saw it on the water tank or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, they had, like, a psychic or something come in, and, like, he was, like, seeing, like, the, what's it called? Why am I blanking? What's it called? Like a pentagram thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they they the the psychic I guess saw it on a water tower, um, but not the one that Elisa Lamb was found in. But again, we'll get to her later. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they they think that like while he was at the hotel, he was like dumping the bloody clothes in the dumpsters in the alley. So he was, yeah, definitely definitely was there during that time, at least for some of it. And then. Um, the, Insane. Yeah. And then the, the second serial killer that stayed there was Jack um, Unterweger, I think is how you say it. He's an Austrian serial killer who got um, he got convicted in 1974 in Austria for killing a sex worker. And then he was in prison for like 10 to 15 years. And then he got released. And then I think he became like a bestseller. He wrote a book called uh, Purgatory or the Trip to Jail, Report of a Guilty Man. And I, yeah, I guess that became a bestseller and then he became a journalist and he would like his, he had like a true crime beat that he would report on and he like was kind of like the poster child for, uh, prison reform success, not reform success, but, um, you know, like, oh, I did my time and I'm a new person kind of thing. Uh, so he was going to LA, I believe to work. I think he even worked with LAPD, like would go, I don't know. The, tr- the real details, but I think he would go along with them on things to get stuff to report on. Uh, but he stayed at the Cecil Hotel in, I believe it was 1991, and he, hold on, page flip. Let's see. Yeah, he was covering a crime story about the street crime in L.A. during, um, 
like during his stay. And then while he was there, he ended up killing more sex workers. And then when they like once law enforcement caught on to it, they realized that he was reporting on air the crimes like as a journalist he was reporting on crimes that he had committed himself but like saying that it was someone else or some unknown uh, suspect which is just like like that's just true sociopathic like psychopathic disgustingness I don't know yeah 100% yeah to be like oh like these bad things are happening and like I don't know I feel like that's like a weird thing like serial killers get high on is like being so close to law enforcement and being so like above the law, they feel kind of like a godlike, like a what's the word, like a persona, like I don't know. They just think that they're like godly, you know, which is yeah, fucked up. Um, it's and insane. Yeah, is still doing something again. What? What did you say? Oh, I said that's insane. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell if you're like talking to Steel again. Um, steals her child at the same time, but her fur baby child. Um, I don't know if we've named him officially on here. Just referred to him as the cat. Um, and then Elisa Lamb. Do you want to like say what you know about her case a little bit? Because I know if like we both were pretty well versed. I feel in her story, and also you can compare it to like your time there, and like how you're mentioning the hand gestures. Like, kind of explain that a little bit. Yeah, totally. Um. So what I know is, um, hold on, keep talking about something for a second. Okay. I'm going to grab my cat off of the record player. Okay, I'll give a little background into what Elisa was doing in L.A. at the time. Uh, she was 21 years Perfect. old uh, from Vancouver. She was on a little solo trip. I believe, I don't know if it involved other states, but I know she had been in San Diego before. And then she uh, was in L.A. and staying at the Cecil, obviously, as I had mentioned. Um, and... She was going to go to Santa Cruz after, um, and then she never made it to Santa Cruz, which, by the way, Marissa, are you back yet? Can I? Yes, I'm back Okay. Now. What I was going to tell you earlier, Marissa and I were talking on the phone earlier, but um, it was actually on this day in 2013 that her parents realized that she was missing because she had been, um, she had been checking in with them every day of her trip, and it was on January 31st that she didn't check in. And this was the day that she's supposed to leave LA and go up to Santa Cruz, I think. And then that's when they were like, Oh, that's weird. We haven't heard from her. And then, I mean, as I'm sure most of you listening know, cause it's a pretty famous story. Um, in February 19th, I think she was found in a water tower because uh, guests had complained about like the water tasting weird or smelling weird and then just also really low water pressure in general in the room. So gross. I know. I always think about that now. Like whenever the water pressure is weird in my apartment. I know. You're like, what? Who's in that water tower? Is there a dead body? I know. Yeah. So she was yeah found in the water tower on the roof, which the lid had been closed behind her, which is... A, a big part of the mystery behind her story, obviously, Marissa, I'm not talking to you because you already know this, but um, for anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't, um, she was on the roof for employee access only. Uh, employees only had access to it, and there was an alarm on the door, but the alarm never sounded. So no one, you know, like if it had, someone would have gone up there to see what was going on. And then number two, she got into a water tower on her own and closed it behind her, um, allegedly. I mean, that's what they think happened. Um, it's the only explanation really that can be concluded from this, but, um, 
Yeah, and she was found. Her clothes were she was naked in the water, and her clothes that she was wearing in the video that I'll have Marissa describe in a minute. Um, those were next to her, and it's just yeah. So okay, so yeah. Do you want to explain the elevator, uh, the elevator video, to people? Yes. Um, also, let me preface one more time. If you hear my cat crying in the background, um, he is just trying to get out of my room. He's a wild um, little man. He is. We love a wild um, man. But I swear he's okay. He just had his dinner. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do have a theory, like my own little theory. It's probably wrong about um, like what she did, why it happened. Really? Um, it's most definitely wrong, but... I mean, I mean what are, who knows? Well, let's hear it. Because it is still, I mean, even though I believe they've concluded, it is still, like, they. I feel like they came up with a reason because they had to. Yeah, and, but it's, mm-hmm. but like, it was kind of just like, well, I mean, I guess this is the best fit. So we'll say this is what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my theory was, because I heard that she had a Tumblr um, that she was very active on. And um, oh, she would post... Oh, me too. <laughs> um, she posted a lot that she was depressed and um, bipolar. Yeah, she was diagnosed with bipolar and um, I think just depression, right? Yeah, like just heavy depression. Yeah. But um, she was artsy. Her Tumblr was very visually artsy and she um, definitely had a creative brain. Yeah. So... My theory is that maybe she was planning this. Maybe there was some kind of planning. Here's where I kind of, my, like, where, what, because, you know, I think we watched this video together. There was a woman, or, I mean, I actually don't even remember. There was a person who worked at the last bookstore in downtown Los Angeles, which, by the way, if you haven't ever gone, you should go. Just anyone who's curious i mean oh, yeah that place is awesome it's really cool there's an art gallery gallery above and it's just really interesting but she had gone there and the person working there had said that she was like talking about how the books might be too heavy for her to bring back and like she was like buying i think books for people when she returned home so oh see that that change like see that switches up my story completely but then again Unless i mean i'm not a, it was i'm not a mental health expert but i mean if you do have bipolar obviously you're you're not always in that same mood so that's true. But also what if that was part of her, I'm going to trick you. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, yeah. Or maybe she was having a good day and that day she decided maybe I won't. But then she, yeah. Yeah. The, okay. So carry mm-hmm. on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Keep it's going. Okay. And the, you're good. And the books were quote unquote too heavy. Maybe that was just like, just like a make fake it seem it like make she's it buying for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my idea, and also I was I heard that her parents were wealthy, so okay, I didn't or her know that. family was wealthy. Mm-hmm. I I don't know where I heard that if that was fact, but I think I heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it was like an inside job. Maybe she paid someone at the hotel to help her with her yeah, like, to like kind of give her big, access to it. Yeah, yeah, like her big murder mystery, mm-hmm. which um, you know, it's a huge stretch. But I mean, I, yeah, I think but there are it. people who like who want to die in a like a grandiose matter and want yeah, I mean, the story. they said that this was like one of the biggest um murder mysteries since like the black dahlia murder oh which by the way side note i mean this this story is disputed but um allegedly the black dahlia i believe it's elizabeth short is her name i always get it mixed up with elizabeth smart who 
obviously was kidnapped from her own room. Just don't name your child Elizabeth if your last name starts with an S. Anyway, um, she allegedly had, I don't know if she stayed there, but I think she had like drinks there or something three days before her murder in 1947. So that's another. At the Cecil Hotel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I should have specified. But yeah. Wow. That um, could also have to do with it. I don't know. I'm going to choose to believe that it's true because that's cool. My my story? Um, That too. Or no, your. Yeah, just that the black. Because I think a lot of people are saying that's not true. There's no evidence to support that. But we're just, we're going to go with it here. We're just going to go with it. It's like how it's hard for me to believe that everyone in Heaven's Gate went to, um, Marie Callender's. Marie Callender's, I know. I know, it's so good. (laughs) But that's a whole other episode. (laughs) It is going to be an episode. I do want to do one on Heaven's Gate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be on that one, too. Yes, you probably will be. Inviting myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I have this big theory that she planned it, but... um, That'd be kind of cool. I mean, not cool. I don't mean to, like, glamorize. That was a bad way to say that. But I know what you mean, but like, like I always say, like people she, would be like, if you could get abducted by aliens, would you? I would say fuck yeah, because that would be a unique way to go. You know what I mean? I mean, in a way, it's cool if that was what she planned. Yeah, I mean, she obviously, if she off. planned it, then that's what she wanted. Then it's what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's my big theory. I mean, I mean that would that would add up, like with the whole um, like alarm and getting the thing on over her after she'd gone into the water tower mm-hmm. like i yeah i didn't even didn't even think about that yeah wait i have another question yes so didn't they update somewhat recently like within the last few years that they found out that she got access to the roof or this might have been a lie but mm-hmm. that she got access through the roof um from like some kind of step ladder through a window oh i don't i think i remember hearing about that as well i can f- yeah i like really subtly remember that but i don't i'm trying to like visualize the layout of the the thing of the hotel they were saying that like there's no alarm that goes off if she climbed up that stair um the ladder through the window what window did they say it was from though because i feel like it was like at the end of the hallway like an escape ladder yeah like an escape ladder um so Hmm. i think that that's what they liked debunk it as but i could be completely wrong there could have been a different story but i'm pretty sure that was an interesting little anecdote i can i can look that up and i mean i wouldn't be able i mean i can pause now but no 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 keep talking keep talking yeah um i'll i'll google it okay um and okay so another part of i think the biopsy or not the biopsy the autopsy had said that she um she was in she had uh pills for her um, what was it? She, for her, she had just, a, she had a few medications that she was on and, um, there were no like crazy drugs or alcohol in her system at all to explain it. But, um, if the, the medication that she was taking, if taken incorrectly or not, not as directed, it could have manic side effects. So that's another, that re- makes sense. Yeah. So and that's another explanation that they were saying could have possibly mm-hmm. l- led to this because I mean if also mm-hmm. I just want to put it one more time if you yeah. hear me laughing I'm not laughing at this you're just laughing it's still meowing because I can hear yeah. it's yeah. so cute I can yeah. hear him but keep keep going yeah I mean that's basically that's I mean I it, the case is closed technically but as we've said before I don't I don't know it's just a weird especially okay, because the, the video update. oh what was it 
So, uh, police dogs picked up Elisa Lamb's scent at a window leading to a fire escape after her naked dead body was found in a water tank in 2013. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it says, but her mysterious death at Haunted Hotel continues to baffle investigators. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, let me see. It sounds like Steele is literally howling in the background. He definitely is. It's going to be so funny. Cute. It'll add a little... <laughs> A little, Funny. like, haunted werewolf kind of sound to the... <laughs> exactly. Love it. He just really wants to go into the living room, but I don't trust him in there by himself. Yeah, he's a wild man. That cat can jump onto anything. And he'll eat everything. Yes, that is true. That, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a monster. Yes. He's a monster. Um, what were you saying, though? They f- were... you. I feel like you were... S- I was just, like, reading the article, but... um. Okay. Oh, when was the article published? Let me see. Uh, November 2019. It's weird that that would just be coming out now, though, because the I think from what I was reading that the, the dogs were there uh, when her parents had reported her missing, but they hadn't, um, they hadn't found her yet in the tower. So it's, I mean, well, okay, maybe they were just reviewing it, and they're like, oh, this is a weird thing. Now that we know she was in the water tower, that would make sense why they were catching a scent. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. That makes know. sense. So weird. Interesting. Either way, mm-hmm. either way, it's a wild. I mean, that doesn't explain how she got the thing over her on the roof. You know what I mean? But it doesn't make sense. I don't would know. you? Um, side note: Would you ever stay at the hotel? I don't if given know. Given the chance, I don't know because I really like. I'm gonna like do like a whole list of things that had happened in different rooms coming up, and like it's just. I don't, like, haunted or not, which I do think, there's no way that it's not haunted. Like, I just truly don't believe, I don't believe that it's not. But it just feels like. When you post about this episode mm-hmm. on Instagram or wherever you post it, and if anyone's made it this far and listening, um, and you, everyone should comment and say if they would stay there or not. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, let us know. Would you stay here? Um, just, I don't know. Would you want to do, like, a ghost investigation? I don't think that they let people do that. But I mean, I mean you could do your own there, little seance in your room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Would you stay here? And if not, why not? Like, do you think that it's haunted? I feel like I don't want that energy. To be. Like, to be, like, to, like, I don't want to, like, absorb that for too long. I would definitely go visit, but I don't think I'd want to, like, spend the night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I definitely. I, you I, know, now that I think back at it, I don't think that. I know you asked me this earlier, but I don't think I felt anything negative. Really? But also, like I said, it could be because I was with Miles and John. Yeah. And they were making me laugh the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it just, I would have to, I don't know, even just driving by it, it just looks, I don't know. It doesn't look very inviting Mm -hmm. in my opinion, but. You know what? Oh, I take that back. I just remembered being at the elevator and looking across because there's like this weird foyer thing. Uh huh. And that you can see across to the other staircase. And I remember it thinking it was really eerie looking. Okay. Okay. That, that is something I do remember. Yeah. Also, I feel like we've alluded to the elevator video, but we haven't gone into it. So, I mean, I, like I said, I'm sure everyone listening ha- like already knows and has seen the elevator footage, but there was um, like security footage from within the elevator of her like peak, like Elisa like peeking in and out, like looking like something or someone was chasing her and like really like just very terrified and was pushing all the buttons and was like hiding in the corner and then poking out and then hiding again. And then, um, and didn't you say in her autopsy, she had no drugs or something? 
Yeah, like no, no, like illegal substances or anything like that. But like, but the medication that she was on, I don't know if that would have been noted as like included in that thing. You know what I mean? Or maybe because of because of her bipolar episodes, maybe she forgot to take her medication. I think that there there was something where she, yeah, there was something where she like messed up like her her directions on it. So I don't know if she like skipped a day and like, I know some things um, you have to like wean yourself off of it and not just cut it off cold Turkey. So maybe it was something like that and missing. Yeah. (laughs) That's my baby girl. My, my cat Winnie, we call her miss ween. That's what you said. Right. Or am I just like, no, I did. I said, okay. I was like, am I just so obsessed (laughs) with my cat that I'm hearing miss ween out of nowhere? (laughs) Honestly, my cat. too, So I had to pull, I had to, Yes, Marissa and I lived together when I adopted her, so she was mommy number two, mm-hmm. and she always will be. Always mm-hmm. will be. Um, didn't they say, though, with the elevator game, or no, with the elevator, she was playing a game where, oh, my God, what? It's like, No, they said that that's, like, a common thing that people can do. They said that maybe she could have been playing the game. Yeah, and, like, what it, the game is, like, to, like, summon something or some something dark so that's another speculation yeah and it walks a girl like walks onto the elevator with you yeah oh i just got the chills like i wouldn't oh my god i would never i would never why would you want to try that like i wouldn't (laughs) believe that like i don't believe that that is real but i would never i do believe in other things that like i still wouldn't mess around with a game like that you know just in case personally exactly that's just my own little personal little opinion um Mm -hmm. So, okay, so now I'm going to just, you know, go through some of the rooms, and I I don't believe I've covered all of the deaths that have occurred there, but these are some of, like, the notable, like, scary things that have happened there. Not scary, just really sad. It's not scary. It's just, it's dark. Um, So, we're going to start with room 704. Uh, In 1954, a woman named Helen uh, Gernig? I don't know. Uh, she jumped out of a window and then landed on the, like, awning below where it said, like, Hotel Cecil or Cecil Hotel, whatever. Whoa. Yeah. So that was one of the many suicides that happened there. And then... And in, she landed on the awning and died? Yeah. Because it's, like, a pretty big one. It's, like, kind of like an old, like, you know, like, old cinema theater things. Where you can, so it's not, like, a soft... No, it's, like, a part of the building. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, okay. Yeah, I do. Where, like, like the th- like the list of the movies on the marquee would be kind of like the hard surface. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. So she, uh, she unfortunately died. I mean, for she won. I don't know. I don't know how to even talk about that. That's just so sad. I don't, she committed suicide. Um, and then seven twelve in the same floor, it was where, uh, Jack Unterweger stayed. I feel like I'm saying that name wrong. I don't know. It's okay. I mean, whatever. You're not Austrian, so yeah. don't expect you to, <laughs> you know, get it perfect. Exactly. Um, and then there's a story. It's pretty famous. Uh, a woman named Dorothy uh, Purcell and a man named Ben Levine were staying uh, in room. I, don't, I think it was on the tenth floor. Apparently, it's a room across from where Richard Ramirez stayed. Um, but this was before he was there. Uh, this is 1944. Uh, this woman woke up in the middle of the night with really bad cramps in her stomach and. She, um, she didn't know, but she was pregnant and she was in labor and she delivered the baby. I know she delivered the baby in the bathroom and didn't want to wake up the man that she was with. And, um, 
I think that she believed that the baby was uh, stillborn, so that the baby wasn't alive. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, and then so she threw the baby out of the window. Um, Okay, that was like, when I heard about that, I... um laughed out of disbelief yeah it's it's ridiculous it is such an that's what i'm saying like, it like oh it's just, dead i'm just gonna throw it out the window right like why not be like oh my <laughs> god like that's a traumatic event like why not like why don't you just take it downstairs to the hospital or, like wake the dude up that you're with and be like hey i think i just like help Gave me birth. like number one i, I mean she, apparently she didn't want to wake him up but listen if i'm giving labor if i'm going through labor how does he not hear it she must have been a she must have been a tough broad to not make some screaming noises is all I, I gotta mean, say. We're missing one part to the story that maybe the person who, I mean. Yeah, maybe that wasn't I'm the baby daddy and she was like yeah. trying to keep it from him. Yeah, something even was going so, on. Even so, seems pretty, I feel like Jesus would take the wheel at that point and I'd just start screaming. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, but she was found not guilty by reason of insanity. I mean, which kind of adds up. How do you throw a baby out of a window if you are not insane um it yeah it's it's sorry i don't mean to laugh it's just it is ridiculous i know i know um but that kind of i can't imagine throwing like a bag of chips out the window let alone a baby i i know like no littering let alone with a baby human body it's yeah exactly i know but um zach baggins in the ghost adventures documentary um was saying like is this like the energy that surrounds the hotel that like made her be temporarily insane. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Obviously there's, I feel like I don't know of any other place that has had so many tragic deaths and suicides. So maybe, maybe he's onto something there, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then in 1962, a woman named Pauline Otten, she, uh, jumped out of a window and landed, landed on a man on the sidewalk and killed her both of them so she killed herself and the man she landed on that's so sad that is terrifying like people joke about like a piano falling on you but like imagine being the victim of a suicide you know what i mean no that's just that's so sad yeah because i mean yeah this guy was just walking frond falls on your head you'd die what'd you say they even said like if a palm is it called a palm frond frond? the thing yeah thing from a palm tree they said if that lands on your head you'd die so well, i can't imagine a human i don't know if this actually happened or if this was just um like a like a lore kind of thing but do you remember this have you ever been on the superman ride at six flags oh yeah uh, i heard that like if you drop a penny for, or like someone i don't know if it, if it like happened but the, like a penny dropped and like killed a person underneath or something at the like the top of the superman oh i heard about that too yeah yeah if it's a great enough height it can yeah. So for anyone who hasn't been the Superman ride, it like it's basically it's it's a roller coaster that just like shoots you straight up and then you fall straight back. So it's, it just goes up really high. It's not like a normal one where you Someone drop. was decapitated on that ride. I think it was no, there was a decapitation on like the the like Viper or something. Or I don't no no no. Oh. I don't know. There's been a lot of deaths at Six Flags, honest Six Flags. I like that's I used to be like obsessed with uh, roller coasters and then I watched Final Destination 3 and then all of the deaths at Six Flags kept coming out and I was just like mm, I'm good for now I'll stick to I'll stick to my Disneyland rides that used to be too boring for me now they're just just right 
It says, girl loses both feet on Superman. Wow. Loses, b- what? Yeah, I don't even want to know. We'll Was she really tall? Who knows? That's, ugh, dude, I didn't even hear about that. That's, I mean, maybe I should do an episode on all the fucked up shit that's happened at Six Flags. Yeah, I'm sure it's haunted. I feel, yeah, there, yeah. Um, I almost fell out, fun fact, I almost fell out of Goliath when I was a child. My mom's boyfriend at the time had to pull me back down <laughs> over the drop. <gasps> I had a really scary moment at Six Flags, too. It's, yeah, it's, Six Flags is really fun, but it's super sus. I, I got, like, uh, I was, um, the seatbelt or whatever it was was too tight, and it suffocated me. Oh, my God, that's And scary. I squeezed the person's leg next to me, and they screamed for the guy to stop the ride, and they had to, like, pull the whole ride back and, like, emergency, like, get me out of the seat. Oh, my God. What, wait, what ride were you on? Uh, Revolution. Oh, I don't remember. Is that the, the one that just goes one. around and around? And it does one loop, but... Oh, you know. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Damn. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's dark. Yeah. But anyways, back to the... Back to the lighthearted to the Cecil, Cecil Hotel. Hotel. Um, yeah. All right. Oops. Well, okay. The next one. So uh, on June 4th, 1964, a woman named... Uh, her nickname was Pigeon Goldie because she would feed the pigeons um, in Pershing Square nearby. Um, but... Goldie Osgood, I believe is her last name. Um, she was, this one's really sad. She was um, found by a maid. She had been raped and beaten and stabbed to death in room 1016. Oh. Um, so that's, you know, an, an, another tragic life loss. That's just. So sad. I know. And I don't believe that, the, I mean, I don't remember hearing that they had found out who had done it and like what any motive was, but. Either way, it's really, it's really sad. Um, mm-hmm. And then the final one that I have right now is uh, 1431, uh, room 1431. In 1938, a man named Roy Thompson jumped to his death and um, was actually found on the skylight of a building next door. So. Whoa. I know, like, these, like, it's just crazy that, like, I mean, okay, even, I was going to say it's that these suicides involved tragic discoverings from passersby, but obviously even if you were found on a sidewalk as you like would normally think someone who jumps off a building would be, it's still tragic. So, and like traumatizing for anyone who finds them, but yeah, it's, it's dark. So, um, yeah, so I, I would, I think back to your question, probably I would rent a room and like stay like an evening there but i would definitely want to go home and you know sleep in the comfort of my own room afterwards yeah i don't even know if i'd do that honestly i know or like maybe get you i think the most i'd feel actually comfortable with and not like freak myself out but i don't even is there a bar there i don't know but i would go and have drinks there you know and kind of like yeah soak in the sights but not really go too deep into it and really like i don't know i just even if if you believe in like energy or ghosts or whatever, like even if you don't, I wouldn't, I don't really care to spend too much time in some place that so many people had tragically lost their lives personally. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I need to um, find the pictures I took in there. Yeah, if you do, um, send them my way and then I can post them. On- I will. I mean, I'd have to recover it off my old laptop. Oh, damn. Is that going to be possible? Which is very, it's exploded. <laughs> yeah, very exploded. Yeah, your your thing like bloated up, didn't it? 
Maybe the hard drive is um, accessible. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. So it probably won't be, the pictures <laughs> probably won't be recovered by the time that this podcast comes out then, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'll ask John. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. See if he has any. And then um, mm-hmm. if you do find them, I'll post them. Um, I did make an Instagram and a Twitter and it's going to be scary board pod on both of them. So if you want to, if you want to check pod? that out you know and then um also if you i asked this on the last one but if you have any scary stories if you've been to the cecil hotel i want to know what like your experience with it was and if you felt anything or if you saw anything or if you just simply if anyone stayed there what'd you say i want to know if anyone stayed there yeah yeah let me know if you stayed there um my gmail is going to be a bored scary stories pod at gmail.com um if if you've stayed there and you reach out to Rachel at the Scary Board Pod. We're going to do a part two. Ep- I'm going to be on it. We're going to do a part two episode. <laughs> you have to come two. on here. Yeah. If you, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like if you want to, if you want to share your stuff, come on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to do a part two. And even if I just like read things that may accumulate over time of people's experiences there. And obviously, Marissa, you will be on there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, honey, I'm there whether you like it or not. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so get those pictures from John. Um, I think. Do you have any other like memories from the hotel that you'd like to talk about, or shall we no, just? Wrap I mean, it up? I've walked over there so many times. There's um um a little restaurant, speakeasy type thing, Casey's. Have we been there together? Yeah, I've been there a bunch of times, so I'm sure I've gone with you. Okay. But it's, like, kind of... It's not in the same building. It's, like, maybe a couple buildings over, but it's kind of, like, Yeah, connected. I mean, it's on Main Street, I believe, right? Where, like, like the region... It's on the same corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's close but, by yeah. to the downtown hub. Um, I've definitely gotten haunted vibes in there, too. Um, yeah, even just passing by it is eerie. Is. Yeah, but I usually go to Casey's and I'll stop by the Cecil and just look inside. Damn. Okay. Well, we we should do that when you know the plague has loosened yeah. its grips on society a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you, Marissa, for being on again. You're my unofficial co-host. Um, and thank you to anyone who's listening. Um, and again, I really want to hear, even if it's not from like the Cecil at all, just any kind of ghostly encounter that anyone's had. I want to hear it. I, I am, I really can't get enough of it. I, I don't know. So yeah. And if it's good enough, you're going to be freaking on this, right? If yeah, the lucky winner will have their story read. Just kidding. Anyone will. Um, all right. I'm just like getting your show. I'm telling you what you're going to do on your show. She's my producer. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) She's my podcast producer. I love it. Um, okay. Well, thank you very much to Marissa and you guys for hanging in there for as long as you have. Um, I will, I'll talk to you on the next one. All right. Thank you for having Uh, me. Anytime, darling. Just let me know. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye.